Welcome to This is the Kingdom Podcast. I am Harry Rensa, and my passion is to build business owners, not employees. I've learned from my own journey what it takes to be a successful business owner, and I want to take you alongside and help you build a legacy for your family and impact the kingdom of God. Come and join the conversation with me. Well, hey guys, um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all of the feedback that I have been receiving here on our second season. Um, this is going to be really good today, guys. And what I want to talk to you about today is going to be about your spiritual condition. A couple episodes, um, I spoke to you guys a little bit about kind of where I was at in regards to my spiritual condition. And I can recall the day that I, the glorious day that I met Jesus face to face, which was November 12, 2014. I can't forget that date. But that day, um, I was in some very dark, uh, in a very dark spiritual condition in my life. Um, my condition spiritually was not good. And I could recall that not only was there just drug addictions, uh, porn addictions, there was also um, just so many other anger issues that I had. And it was all really being displayed uh, from a place where I was just not only lost, but didn't have the, the sense of security within myself. And so in other words, I was insecure. Um, and a lot of times insecurities do lead us to do things that are kind of really drastic. You know, even living, trying to live a lifestyle just as a movie player, um, you know, it's, it's like I'm, I'm acting in this role. And I remember when I walked into that home, um, my spiritual condition was, in fact, I was high when I met with Jesus face to face. And this is what I love about Jesus because he's, he's so quick to meet you wherever you're at. And today, as I, sp I speak to you about your spiritual condition, I'm going to talk to you from the book of, um, of Judges where Gideon, um, which was a judge, was in a place where the nation of Israel uh, was not in a very good spiritual condition either. Um, they had fallen away from the things of God. Uh, they started worshiping idols. Uh, they were worshiping not only idols, but also sacrificing uh, and bringing sacrifices to these idols. And, and some of the idols that they were worshiping were called Baal and Asheroth. And, and these idols, um, they would have to bring sacrifices of babies. And it, it's so sad because it so reminds me of what's happening right now today as the spiritual condition of the United States is just not doing very well. Um, we are probably in one of the most darkest places that we have ever been as a society. And all kinds of idols have really have risen up and men and women are following these idols. And so Gideon was living in a very similar type of condition. And what I love about uh, Gideon that I can so relate to my story is, is that God had complete faith in him. And even though in his family, they were worshiping idols too as well. The Bible is very clear that Gideon did not worship these idols, but God found this man and was considered one of the least likely to actually lead a nation such as Israel to defeat armies of thousands. And so when I was reading this story for the first time, it just captivated me because it really related. It, it really reminded me of my story. You know, I was in a, in a, such a dark place where I had idols of all sorts that were really wrecking havoc in my life. 
And when I decided on that glorious day to leave everything behind and follow Jesus, that simple one act of obedience completely changed my life. And not only did it change my life, but it changed the course of the, of, of the, the, the pathway of where my generation was going. You know, when God looks at a man or he looks at a woman, he's looking at things from a generational place. He's looking at your children's children's children. And what I remember of that that day when I made that decision to say yes to Jesus, God slowly started showing me, just as he did with with Gideon, started showing him what was possible. You know, in the Bible, we, we read that Gideon didn't think very highly of himself. He had a very limited vision and concern about how he was even going to be able to provide for his family. And that really touched me because when I was in that home with that seven-year-old beautiful woman that introduced me to Christ, I was sharing with her things that were really deep, deep in my, in my heart, deep in my soul. And one of those things that I shared with her is, I want to be that provider for my family, but I just don't know how to do it. I didn't know that I had altars that I had, that, that I had placed in my life that was blocking God was blocking God and the blessing out of my life. But that day, again, God met me where I was at. And so Gideon, not only did he have a concern for his family, but Gideon also questioned about God, about his qualifications, and he had insecurities. You know, I just want to let you know that God does not need the most qualified individual for God to move in that individual's life and do something great like Gideon did. I can tell you that I had my insecurities and I really didn't feel pretty equipped. Yeah, I, I didn't graduate high school. I didn't have a high school diploma. Um, I had a certificate of completion. Uh, I've had probably maybe like 20 or 30 different jobs. I couldn't keep one place of employment for longer than like six months. And I just felt like I didn't have anything to give. I didn't think I was qualified. Um, thanks to God, he blessed me with a beautiful wife. My wife was uh, fortunate to finish her school and her degree, and uh, she graduated with high honors. And when I look at these things, I never, I, I didn't see myself. I felt that I wasn't qualified enough to be able to lead a business, lead a family, or even lead a simple friendship. I, I was probably the worst friend you could ever have. Um, I was negative. I had a lot of anger issues. And all this stemmed from a place of insecurity because deep down in my heart, I knew that I wanted to do something, but I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to accomplish it. And this is just is, is reminding me of the story of Gideon. And when God decided to use Gideon, God spoke life over Gideon. God called Gideon, Gideon a heroic man. He says, you will lead the nation of Israel and you will defeat the Mennonites. Now, you got to understand the Mennonites had uh, thousands and thousands, and they were oppressing the people of Israel. What they were doing was they were taking away the provisions that God had for Israel, and they were taking all their crops. And I started, when I started reading this, I, I started really thinking about how God has really blessed us financially has blessed our business. And I couldn't stop thinking about how when I met Jesus face to face, as he took me and led me, uh, even to where I'm at right now, I'm still being led by the Lord. 
you know, he was always gentle and, and very encouraging. And his words of affirmation really is what helped me be able to know who my true identity is. You know, the reality is you can't know who you are unless you spend time with the one who died for you. And when I started spending that time, he started showing me who I was and confidence all of a sudden was birthed from that area. And the confidence that I had is was what was needed at the time to be able to launch a company when I had no money to even put down. You know, I remember that when we first launched Kingdom Benefit Group, uh, financially, we were in a very bad place. We were late on our mortgage um, because every dollar and dime prior to that I used on my drug addiction, I didn't have any savings. There was nothing to save. Um, there was no discipline on how to even save. But God was so kind to me. And he started teaching me who I was and what I was able to do. And I was able to take a company that started from ground zero to build it to where now we are employing several people. In fact, um, just today alone, um, I'm considering on hiring our fourth person. And when we first started, it was, it was so bad that we were borrowing money from Amscot just to be able to meet the bills and even pay for some of the agents' commissions that we had to pay for. And that's a true story there. Um, today, God has not, no longer made us uh, one that's borrowing money, but actually now we're lending money. And that's exactly what God said through his word. And so I, I just want, I want to encourage someone today because I feel like I'm really speaking directly to somebody that might be wanting to start a business or might just want to start some kind of new venture, but you you feel that you're not qualified. Let me tell you, God will will, will take the the those that are not qualified, those that don't have MBAs or degrees, and he'll take that that person that's just committed to, to the act of obedience that God has called us to, and he'll turn you into whatever desires it is that you might have in your heart. Because I know that's exactly what God did for me. And I am literally walking, living proof um, that the word of God is really real. And so God has really blessed me. And in the process of it all, God has taught me through his word that he has, he has the plans for your life and my life. You know, Gideon also feared his limitations. And because his limitations were, were he, it, it, it feared, he had fear towards those limitations. He thought that it would also limit God's power to give him victory. But let me tell you, God is victorious no matter what. And God has never lost a battle, nor will he ever lose a battle. And you can't ever go wrong with putting all your chips on Jesus. So God knew exactly what he was doing in helping God Gideon. God said that the number of soldiers he had needed to be less than the army of the Midianites so that the Israelites may not boast that they saved themselves. You know, I believe that that also applied to Gideon because you, the, the spiritual condition of Israel at the time was not in a very good place with God. God was reminding Israel that he had brought them out of Egypt where they were slaved and, and in bondage. And they experienced 40 years of peace. And here they are after those 40 years back into the same situation that they were currently, God was bringing them out of. You know, now they're find, finding themselves in bondage and, and, and in slavery to the things that this 
world is trying to offer them. And as they were worshiping these idols, they, they raised up an altar. This altar uh, was an altar where they would bring their sacrifices to these gods. And God, what he did was before he used Gideon to defeat the Midianites, God dealt with the spiritual condition of the nation first before he gave them the physical, in the, in the spiritual realm, before he, in the physical realm, he gave them the victory. You see, what we need to understand from this story is that God, everything starts in the spirit realm first. You know, maybe some of you guys are struggling with drug addictions or other kinds of addictions out there like I was, you know, or maybe you just are dealing with a, a, a familiar spirit in your family where you're dealing with the same thing that your father did. So if your father or your mother were divorced and they weren't good parents, well, then that seems to be kind of a generational thing. You know, those altars need to be destroyed. And that's what God did. And that's what God did in my life. When God, when God showed up and I decided to receive that that day, God literally broke those altars. And the way God did it for me, he did it in 180. These things were gone completely out of my life. I understand that some of you guys might going, might be going through a process and sometimes it takes time. Not every, not every uh, birth is the same. My birth was very radical. It was a complete road to Damascus encounter with Jesus. And when God did that for me and broke those altars, he started giving me the victory also on, in the physical realm. And I want to present a challenge to you today. What is it that's holding you back? You know, what is it that you're struggling with that you haven't completely given it or surrendered it over onto God? You see, that's what was happening here with the nation of Israel. And I love the, the boldness and courage. I don't think Gideon gets enough um, credit for this because in order for him to go and, and destroy this altar, um, this was an act very similar to any kind of act politically that anybody might do today when they go against any kind of government. That's literally what he was doing. You know, the nation of Israel was such in bondage to these to these uh, idols that, you know, it became a political thing to be able to have these bowels and ashras and, you know, all these other demonic forces that were really trying to control them and put them back in slavery. And what I what I recall um, as I was studying this that really spoke to me, too, was the fact that, you know, the nation was never really repentant. Uh, there was no repentance. There was just remorse. They were crying out to God because they didn't no longer wanted to live the way that they were living, yet they still wanted to keep their idols because as soon as Gideon decided to destroy the, that altar, go figure, not only did the nation of Israel rise up, but also his, his family. And sometimes we, we have to be bold enough to stand for the things of God. And that might mean standing up against a family member. Could be a mother, it could be a father, could be a brother, could be a sister. But we need to be sold completely for Jesus Christ. Because it, the Bible says that there was an angel that showed showed himself to, to Gideon. And I believe that angel was completely Jesus Christ that showed up to him and gave him direction as to what it was that he needed to do. And it just reminds me of how God did it for me. You know, I just ended up loving God for just, setting me free because there was a true repentance in my heart. Not a remorse, but a repentance. And that led me to know him, be with him. And in the process of that, Jesus showed himself to me in a vision.
And I was able to see what it is that God wanted to do. And God gave me a complete directive that day. And since that day, I've been faithful to it. And because of that, doors have opened to share the gospel. And I want to share something with you guys. If you're a believer, if you're not a believer, just know that when you're obedient to the things of God, those doors that God opens are, are doors that are open to sharing the gospel. Obedience allows us to freely come into the things of God. You know, God, God gives you exactly what you need to win in life. And when obedience is done by a child of God, it opens, up to, it opens you up to victory in your life. You know, God didn't call you to be a perfect being. He just called you to be obedient. And so when God speaks to us and gives us a directive, when we do that, countless of lives get touched. You know, Gideon was given just the number 300, which seems incredible to me, that he was facing an army of thousands. Yet God said, with 300, you shall defeat them and God will give you the victory. And let me tell you, there's nothing greater than be able to have God on your side fighting your battles. But we need to be able to invite him into those things. We need to seek out the counsel of, of God. You know, Proverbs 25 says that the counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. You know, God didn't make these things very difficult for us. It's really practical. We walk in obedience. We surrender our lives completely to God. And he says he knows the plans that he has for your life. So I hope this encourages you today. Know that if there's some battles that you're fighting out there, you don't need to fight them on your own. You just need to invite Jesus. Just like Gideon was able to encounter Christ and Christ gave him a directive. This is the same thing that God's still doing. He is the same God. He will guide your footsteps. He will, he will tell you what the plan that he has for your life. And Jeremiah 29, 11 tells us those plans are not to harm you. But he wants you to have a beautiful future. He wants you to, to know that there is hope in him. And I really hope that this message here today blesses you like it blessed me. And if I could leave you with anything before I go, find yourself in the scriptures. As you read the word of God, you know, God placed this word here for us that we might learn and apply it in our lives. So whether it's Gideon or whether you're reading another story about Moses or Joshua, you know, find yourself in the scriptures because God told Joshua in chapter one to meditate on the book of instructions. Just meditate on it and don't add to it. Don't veer off for it. Don't don't just just meditate on it constantly. And he told Joshua, if you do that, Joshua, you're going to be successful in everything you do. And that's a word for somebody there. You want to be successful, but we need to know what it is that God has said. Always remember that you only, uh, you only perform for an audience of one, and that's God. So don't measure yourself by the next man or the next woman, you know, or if, if you're a student, the next student, next teacher. You know, measure yourself by what it is that what Jesus did, because he is the greatest carpenter. He is the greatest businessman. He is the greatest father. He is the greatest physician. I mean, there is nothing that you cannot say that is great and not have the name Jesus attached to it. So I hope this really blesses you today. And thank you guys for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. 
I hope this podcast has encouraged you to see that you have what it takes to be a business owner and that you can impact lives for the kingdom of God. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Harry Renta. Thanks and talk to you all next time.